0: yeah man so i'm excited we finally did this i know for real i've been waiting
1: to do a podcast for a while
0: again it's been a while absolutely so i mean like so like i mean like how often do you want to like do these i mean we're talking like we try to do this like once a week like
1: twice a week like what like what Um, are you
2: thinking
1: i say let's start off with like once a week okay and then i know when uh when i did the other one with morgan what we would do is we'd come in and do like special ones so like Say when there was the Olympics, we'd watch the Olympics but commentate at the same time.
2: Mm-hmm. Or like, I, love that. I don't know, okay. say like
1: next election night, we just podcast during the full election or something. Yeah. Uh,
0: you know? Joe Biden is supposed to be going on tonight and talking.
1: <clears throat> Did you know that? No. I wonder if he's going to declare the victory or not.
0: That's what people are saying. Like, that's, like I was talking to my dad earlier, and... You know, they were. And he was like, "Listen, he's like, I think that he's gonna come out." And I saw that. Um, I think on, I think it was some something on, on Snapchat. One of like the news stations are like, no, like news stories. Um, they're like, is you know, like, the headline was like, uh, "Is Joe Biden gonna come out and declare victory?" Hmm. Um, and is that a good idea? Like, that's like, that's a huge thing. Is like, is it a good idea for him to come out and declare victory or? I mean, was that a bad move with everything that's going on? The recounts and the fraud allegations and Trump threatening to bring the SCOTUS like is Biden coming out right now and being like, we won. This is it. Because I think he has, what, 274 electoral votes.
1: If well, right now, at least what I'm looking at, I'm going to refresh it. But Pennsylvania, Georgia, Nevada haven't officially been called yet. But I thought NBC called Pennsylvania for Biden. Mm, see, I haven't looked. I kind of like detoxed from all this. Yeah, it took too long. I just took a day off. And I'm like, I can't keep looking.
0: Yeah. And I was like, I had people like coming at me and they were just like t- telling me all this stuff. And I was like, dude, I was like, I'm sorry. I just don't, you know, I just don't want to talk about it right now. Yeah. And I've, I've had months and months and months of this. So according to Fox... I'm on the Fox um, election results And Fox hasn't declared Any of the states yet You still have the same Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Georgia, and Nevada Are still undeclared by Fox Um, They still have Biden at 264 And Trump at 214
1: But Georgia According
0: to Fox Is blue Yeah,
1: I'm seeing Georgia as blue too
0: He's literally like a thousand vote, not even a thousand
1: votes ahead. Yeah, it's close. This, whatever, this decision 2020, your decision desk. I don't know how legitimate this source actually is, but it gave Pennsylvania to Biden.
2: Hmm.
1: I don't know. It's so close that, well, if you're a thousand votes away, that a recount can easily flip the state.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, like, his, so historically, whenever this has happened, as far as like recounts go, um, with the Republican uh, behind and the Democrat in the lead, historically, the recount always goes in the Republicans favor. Hmm. So I, I'm i not, no, I'm not really sure why that is. I, I don't really understand why that is. I mean, I was talking to some people about it. And um, one of the one of the opinions i heard which kind of makes sense is that when the when the recount happens it it just kind of makes sense like but at the same time i, I it's bordering on you know some other things but democrats votes ballots get thrown out because they don't tend to be filled out properly now, why that is, I don't know. But when the recount process happens, a lot of Democratic votes end up being thrown out because the ballots just aren't filled
1: out correctly. And the signature doesn't match up either. It's the other big thing I've heard. Yeah, I've heard that, too. So, like, that kind of begs the question, why
0: is that an issue with the Democrats but not Republicans? Like, that's – I mean, we know Republicans tend to, come, tend to go physically to polls mm-hmm. – statistically more than democrats do so that definitely takes a huge that definitely is i think a huge factor in it because you know if you're there physically you have someone telling you you know if you have any questions you can be like hey i don't know how to do this you can ask somebody but statistically democrats mail in votes they do absentee ballots they don't always go in person to vote so they don't always have somebody there and maybe directions aren't clear. I think it's pretty clear how to fill out a ballot, but oh, not everybody yeah. you know, knows how to do that.
2: It was you pretty know, easy I mean, for have...
0: me. Oh yeah. I mean, it's easy. I mean, this is my second election voting. And I was like, oh, I walked in, I was there for about three minutes. And I did it. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think part of it might be that the younger generation so kids cut especially especially in this election right now young a lot of young kids coming out of high school this is their first election this is their first vote like they've never voted before they've never filled out a ballot they've never even seen a ballot like like when i voted for the first time i was uh, i was 19 years old and i had never even seen a ballot they didn't even know what it looked like i had no idea so i was kind of confused by it so and, and, you know, in our generation, like this point, a lot of these younger kids coming out of high school and these freshmen in college, um, they've never filled out a ballot before. And that generation, that age group tends to be more liberal and more democratic
1: oh, yeah. than older age groups. They had – you could fill out a like a, a practice ballot on Snapchat. I Did you that know that? Cool. No, I had no idea. Yeah, was awesome. I was doing it on Snapchat. I'm like, oh this- – so it's – at least they're trying to find ways to, you know, show the younger generation how to do it. Yeah. Hey, so that's, that's where all the fake ballots are coming from. Coming from <laughs> Snapchat. Hey, baby. I don't know. Well, like you <laughs> – my thing is, like you said earlier, is Democrats tend to vote more through mail than actually in person. So mm-hmm. when – now we're at the point where the only votes that are getting counted is bail, like mail or absentees. Yeah. So everyone's like, oh, well, how could you know, Biden gain a thousand votes and Trump not only gain one? Well, I mean, Trump himself told his supporters not to vote by mail. Yeah. So what are the actual stats of how many people voted by Trump by mail compared to Biden? Because I mean, when you think about it, it makes sense why Trump's not gaining in the mail and vote. Because like you said, yeah. Republicans tend to vote on the day of or in person.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, early voting is definitely, I think, becoming a bigger
0: thing. Um, i did it but yeah i mean i i voted uh i think i voted on um on thursday
1: yeah that's when so i voted I, too
0: yeah i mean i voted, yeah i mean i voted super early because you know i i personally i you know my schedule just didn't allow me to vote any other day because you know i had to travel you know two and a half hours south to do it and i didn't feel like doing it another day so you know yeah i mean i went in person i did in person but mm-hmm. You know a lot of these kids a lot of these you know again going back to the whole like age thing um i think it's different with covid because you know beforehand you had a large amount of young voters voting by absentee ballots because people are in college Mm -hmm. i mean you have millions upon millions of kids going out to college they're all absentee ballots for the most part predominantly absentee so i think that definitely contributes to a large amount of votes being thrown out but at the same time with COVID, I think the older generation tends to be, you know, the older people get, they, uh, for the most part, people, the older they get tend to go more conservative. Or yeah. they're just from that generation where they are more conservative. Even some of these old school Democrats, they're at this point more conservative than most Democrats nowadays, like modern oh, yeah. day Democrats. There's a huge, we see a huge divide in the Democratic Party. I mean, it's being split in two by, on one side, you have people like, um, I mean, I don't think he's, you know, in my opinion, he's far left, but you have people like Biden you know, on one side, and then you have people like AOC and her
1: squad on the other side. Wait, a crazy- hold on. If you're saying Biden is far left, wait, are you saying AOC is far left or Biden's far left? Because, Compared to AOC, okay, well, Biden's like a moderate. Well, that's, well that's what I'm
0: saying is, is in my viewpoint, according to me, because you know I, I'm a conservative, I'm, I'm actually not a registered, I'm actually not a registered Republican, but uh, uh, I'm a conservative. So for me, Biden, I would consider far left, but now you have people like AOC who Democrats see as far left. So for me, that's like a whole nother thing. Like that's not even the same party anymore. And a lot of Democrats are—they're like looking at this and like these older Democrats. are like, "Oh wow!" Like like, "Oh oh wait! Oh wow!" Like this person's like the stuff they're saying is is insane. Like
2: mm-hmm. you know they
0: came up with you know you have like the the you know the Green New Deal. <laughs>
1: I kind of laughed like, at that when that came out.
0: Oh, it was, it was hilarious! I mean, reading <laughs> that thing, you know, all about like, cow farts and all this and stuff that you know. No current, more planes. Yeah, no more planes. No more. I mean, you, you I mean, you're talking to when you're talking to a, a part of the Democratic Party that grew up back in, let's just say the let's let's go old. Let's say these people grew up like my uncle grew up in the '50s, grew up in the '60s.
1: You know, that, so pretty much right when you argue, arguably, the party's kind of flipped. To an extent, not all the way.
0: Yeah, not all the way, but yeah, there was a significant change in that. But even back, you no, know, but even back then, like looking back at the Democrats from that day and age, compared to now, those Democrats would have been considered probably moderate to slightly leaning right, slightly conservative. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, my own, you know, my own, you know, my own father, my own family, you know, my dad grew up in, uh, you know, the seventies and eighties. He was not a conservative until like the late 90s, early mm-hmm. 2000s. He, he flipped because he kind of saw this, this dynamic shift in the Democratic, Democratic Party as a whole, and he didn't like it. So he was like, okay, well, I actually tend to lean more conservative now than the, than the Democratic Party as a whole. But now we're seeing this whole another generation of Democrats come out that these old Democrats are going, what, like, like, what's going on? Like, you know, we grew up in a day and age where all we had was, you know, we grew up with, you know, coal, mining, fracking, oil, like that was like, that was that generation, you know, a very blue collar generation. And now it's totally, you know, totally shifted into something else. And the Democrats are pushing past that and saying things like, okay, we want solar power. We want to abolish, you know, we want to get rid of planes entirely, which is, I don't even know how that makes any sense to anybody. That hurt the world economy. Oh yeah. At that point you're, what are you going to, what are you going to do when you put them on? Yeah. How are you going to transport goods? Yeah. We're going to put them on ships. I mean, you know, you already, I'm not sure. I'd actually be interested to know how much, how much import export is shipped out via like, you know, cargo ships compared to planes. I feel like cargo ships probably drive like the shipping industry probably drives import export. I mean, I Yeah, I feel like shipping is more prominent. I mean, most likely, I mean, you know like tankers and stuff like that, but at the same time people get across via plane. I mean, I mean, you know, we're, we're not going to mm-hmm. I mean, do you really expect us to go back to the 1920s where the only way across the ocean was on a on a, was on a boat that took like a week and a half. <laughs> Dude, are you kidding me? Mean, yeah. If you put me on a boat, if I wanted to go to England, you put me on a boat for a week, I'd, I'd go and I'd jump off. Like, screw yeah. that. I mean, I can go fly in 12 hours. You know,
1: that's ridiculous. So, More people do the boat rides just for fun. Yeah. actually, you know, get place to place. Yeah, those people are weird. I don't, I don't trust people who like cruises personally. Well, uh, cruises are so much fun.
0: Ah. Uh, and I've never been on one and you know what? I just, I, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Especially with COVID now. I'm like, dude, like what if, what if like this, what if like a second wave or like, like a new virus hits while I'm on a cruise ship? Now
1: I'm stuck in the ocean for a month and a half. I'm good. Yeah. We actually almost went on a cruise. Me and my roommates were scheduled to go on a cruise in May. So pretty much right after it made its debut. Oh wow! You're lucky. You uh, you're lucky. Uh, didn't go any earlier. Kinda. I wish we did. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I love guys. cruises though. That's that's the thing. I love them.
0: I say I'm not much of a travel person. I'm just not a. I don't like. I don't. I don't like traveling. It's not my thing. As weird as that sounds. Oh, though, I'll jump on a plane anytime. I mean, I'd rather go on a plane than you know anything else. But like, I I just don't like traveling it's just, you know, if you want to go to, like, you know, somewhere up north, like, you want to go to, like, Georgia, Carolinas. Yeah, I'm sure I'm down. Tennessee. Oh, I'm always down for Tennessee. Gatlinburg. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, I do that, like, once every two years.
1: Chattanooga is my favorite up in Tennessee. I've never
0: been to Chattanooga. I've only oh. – I've been Johnson City, Gatlinburg, Knoxville
1: – Pigeon Forge, Nashville, and Memphis. We always stop in Chattanooga on the way down, like when I drive to Florida. Mm-hmm. All, like, you know, that's our that's about the halfway point, give or take, a couple hours. So that's where we always stop. And we were actually driving down one day. We found a road that goes along the mountains. It would have been perfect for a motorcycle. Oh, but it goes along cool. the mountains in the Tennessee River. and it's That's why I love that place. It's just so beautiful out there.
0: Mm-hmm. It's absolutely gorgeous. I love that state so much. I couldn't live there just because I can't do the cold, but you know Oh I it's was, not that cold. Uh, compared listen, to Chicago. Listen, it hits like it hits like sixty five and I'm breaking out I'm breaking out the hoodies. <laughs> like I'm breaking out hoodies, I'm getting my sweatpants on, I got my thermals, I got my thick socks. Like I I'm no, I I I can't
1: do that. It's it's ridiculous. It's... Sweatshirt weather is the best weather, though. It's bonfire weather. Come on, you know? Yeah, man. I love bonfires, but I live
0: in Florida, man. Like, I just... Like, give me... Give me... I'm sorry, but give me a day at the beach over, you know, a day bundled up doing fall shit any day of the week.
1: So no apple picking, no no, uh, corn mazes, bonfires... (sighs) I mean bonfire. Do we have bonfires anyway?
0: So that's just kind of yeah, that's true. You know, that's just, we we do that we do that shit anyway. It doesn't really matter. But uh, no, nah, apple. That I, like I can go to Publix and <laughs> buy a bag of apples for like six bucks. Oh, so much cheaper. <laughs> Considering the gas I have to spend to get up there to pick apples. Yeah, hell yeah, it is.
1: Yeah. That is true, there.
0: Uh, I did go apple picking once, though. I did. I went up to, uh, I think it was last year. I went to go visit my grandma in the Carolinas.
1: And uh, I did go apple picking. It was pretty awesome. I did enjoy it. Oh. I, I went this year. I couldn't even enjoy it because they gave us this little small ass bag that I could only fit like three or I think at max it was like five apples in. Oh, that's stupid. And it was an hour and a half drive. And I'm like, all right, I got to figure out a way to get more apples out. So I just stuff like my sweatshirt and my hood and everything, <laughs> and just walk straight out. That's awesome. Like I put more than
0: just five apples. The place I went, it was like this little like, like honestly, I don't even, these uh, these people got to have a side hustle because it was this little, it was literally this this person's house, and they have like a massive they have like an apple orchard, they have like uh, they have like a vineyard. Um, they have all kinds of like vegetable gardens, like all this stuff. But it's there's like a huge amount of variety, but it's like on a super super small scale,
2: oh, like really? a very
0: very small scale. It was literally in this person's yard. Um, But they had like they had they had like something crazy, like like five or six different varieties of apples that you could pick. Um, All of those unmarked, so you had to like guess. Like what the heck this thing was, um, but it was kind of cool. so many but, different kinds. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. So I was like walking, I I, I was looking at apples that I, I'd never even seen before. I was like, what in the hell is that thing? So you no, know, we pick, but you could pick as much as you wanted, and they sold everything by the pound. Really? Yeah. So like you, so you could go with like a you know a fucking hefty, you know like leaf bag. Or like a husky leaf bag, like yard trash, and fill that sucker up with apples and whatever else you wanted to, and they just sold it by the pound. That's amazing. Yeah, it was great. It was uh, it was up near. Uh, it was this tiny town. I I don't remember the name of the town, but it was near uh Charlotte. It was like it was like probably about twenty minutes I'd say outside of Charlotte, fifteen twenty minutes. Oh okay. So it was nice. It was a cool place. It, I, I I you know I really enjoyed it, but. It you know it, like I said I go to Publix I buy it for six bucks I don't even I don't even like apples so what you know what am I even doing
1: Yeah I like I just like an apple in the morning that's it I don't go out of my way to eat an apple uh, I like bananas bananas are my thing for the morning that's
0: that's like my morning food I get up eat banana you know if if I even eat in the morning I, I usually don't I usually get up at like one so, I wish I could do that. Unfortunately, my job lets me do that, so it kind of sucks, but, you
1: know, it it is what it is. I'm up by, first alarm goes off at 5.16 in the morning. Good lord. And I'm typically up by 5.45 out of bed at the gym around 6. And then the workday starts.
0: Oh, yeah, I know. We talked about this. Yeah, so my schedule is opposite that, so... Usually like I open for, so on, on, it's so like today on Fridays, I'm up at five thirty, on Sundays. I'm up at seven and then I go to work. Those, those two days I open, but then the rest of the work week, I, um, I usually go to work at like one thirty or two. So I go to the gym after I get off work. I'm up until like two or three sleep until like 12, one o'clock. And then I go to work. And then get off, go to the gym, start it all over again. Ooh. So I kind of like it like that. I, I like it. I mean, I like working out at night. I mean, you know, people have, like, people, some people are like, oh, no, I got terrible. Like, dude, I love working out at night. It's just, like, like, my whole thing is you get up, you go, you conquer your day, you get pissed off, you get angry. Someone's going to make you angry at some point during your day you know in my business i deal with customers all day so some customers <laughs> will say something stupid and i'm just like you know bro i'm like fuck this i go to the gym i use all the anger and rage inside of me to pump out a really really good set and then i go home and sleep soundly
1: yeah i wish i could do that i tried it i've tried it i went i missed the morning cuz i slept in By like 10 minutes. That's how tight my morning schedule is. I slept in about 10, 15 minutes. So I'm like, okay, I'll do it at night. And I went in at night and I absolutely hated it. I mean, the workout was good, but I hated it because there are so many people there. You know, it's like all different people is probably a good 50% more than what's in the morning. In the morning, everyone knows each other's routine. It's all the same people. You might see a new face here and there for, you know, the people that can't do their nightly workouts. They do it in the morning. But I think it's all the same people. So nice, so quiet. And it's like your gym friends, kind of
0: your gym buddies. That's like, kind you of only the see sport. them at the gym. You don't
1: hang out anywhere else but the gym. So you have like, so you probably go to a small gym then, don't you? I go to LA Fitness.
0: Oh, geez, that's, that's crazy. So I I, I, that's I go, just I, 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 go I, I I go to Planet, and I think it's I think it's kind of like a different crowd. I mean, it, I've never gone like early in the morning before. Like the earliest I've ever gone to the gym, I think is like eleven. And you know, like like at night, yeah. It, I mean, like, like that's my thing. And like at night, I see the same people for the most part. You know, certain days, like certain, you know, you can like I kind of like can tell people's schedule, so I can tell like certain mm-hmm. people don't work out. Like certain guys, you know, I can see their face. I don't know who the hell they are, but I can see their faces. <laughs> like they don't work out on like Mondays and Thursdays, so yep. I see them every other day, every other night at like eleven thirty, twelve o'clock, and but they're not. <laughs> They're not unfriendly, but they're not entirely friendly. Just like I want to do my workout and get out of here. Exactly. Like I had this one guy. He was like, I was in, I was in the weight room, and you know, just so with, so with Planet, um, I, I kind of hate it, but you know, it's cheap and it's the closest gym to me. I'm not gonna pay thirty five dollars a month for LA yet. Yeah. Uh, I gave myself into the end of the year. If I'm still consistently going by the end of the year, I'm going to go to LA, but definitely but, it's worth it. Oh yeah. No, I I went to LA all through high school. I, I was an LA member for like four or five years, like all through high school. That's all we ever did was go to LA fitness. I went, I was going six, seven days a week, LA fitness. And it was wonderful. I loved them. Like everyone knew me. It was fantastic. I used to go out drinking with, you know, like the, like the, the gym employees, you know, and party with them. Like it, it was great, but With Planet, you're not – like, their focus is – and I don't think this is – it's cool for a gym idea, but at the same time, I don't – I don't think you should call yourself a gym if you do this. But Planet Fitness' whole thing is they're trying to break the idea of, like, your your hardcore gym-goer. So they don't allow supersets. Really? Um, Yeah, no supersets. They don't have any, like, free – weight, uh, like, uh, bench press. They don't have free weight, uh, preacher curls. Um, but like, most of it is like set machines. There's like, the only free weights you have are in the weight room and those are all dumbbells. So wow. yeah, it's kind of, it was kind of weird. It's kind of like a culture shock. So like their whole thing is they're trying to break the idea of like, you know, that quote unquote toxic, idea of bodybuilding which i think is ridiculous and so you know i just superset so i'm like whatever i mean i I don't really superset anyway unless i'm like really going for it and usually you know that's not really my thing i prefer to focus on one muscle at a time and do one Mm -hmm. set whatever so this guy was in the weight room supersetting and he had like a bench on one side he had, like, a corner on the other side. He had all kinds of different weights on both sides. And people were trying to, like, come in and go on all the benches. And he was coming up and, like, chasing them away. And I almost stepped in and said something. I was like, dude, you can't sit here and dominate half the weight room. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. bro. You got three or four different sets of weights and dumbbells and everything else. Like, be a man. Do your set. Do your one. You know, Do your four sets of whatever the fuck. And then, you know, go, then go to the next one. Like, why do you have to dominate the entire weight room? It, it just pissed me off so much. I was so angry about it.
1: Yeah, people are stupid at times when they do their super. Like, when I do mine, I make sure I'm in one spot. Like, if I have to use, like, a row machine, I bring, for, like, my back superset, I bring all the weights to that row machine and use that bench.
2: Yeah.
1: I do everything just So it's like, yeah, I'm using maybe two extra weights I shouldn't be, but I'm still in one spot. And it's keeping people, you know. Everything else is open. More benches are open. It's like, just do it at the same bench. Yeah, just
0: yeah, just stay in the same spot. Like, don't move around. Do don't move to like all four corners of the gym and like try to do different things. Like, just just stay in the same spot. Like, don't be yeah. like, don't be an asshole. Don't take up more spots than you need to. Like, other people want to work out too.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, exactly. Yeah, just it just kind of, it kind of takes me off. So I don't know. So, I mean, I. I love working out. I love going to the gym, but sometimes there's some of these guys, man, they just tick me off. I'm like, get the fuck out. Go somewhere. Go to Gold. I don't know if there's even a Golds anywhere in this area, but go to a Golds gym where like everyone's you know 600 pounds and like you know <laughs> curling a thousand pounds
1: per arm. Yeah. After yeah, I just got back into it. I love it now. Hated it before, but. Now that I actually need to, you know, be physically fit for my job. Got back into it and with the routine, I love it. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes sometimes you don't have a choice, you know. I I kind of do and I kind of don't at the same time. I mean, I mean, yeah.
0: I mean, I, I see it as like, you know, the more you better yourself and the more you better like your physical, not just your appearance, but your physical ability, I mean, the better you do. I mean, even if you do an office job. I mean, if you're, you know, even like an office job, if you go to the gym, you know, you you see these people, they come into work in the morning, they have like, you know, a 32 ounce Yeti full of coffee. And that's, that's, that's what keeps them alive. But then you see people who come in, they go to the gym every single day, they eat well, they're active, cardio, whatever, all that, all that great stuff. And they just do so much better. They're awake in the mornings. They get up. They do their thing. They're
1: always happy and chipper and whatever else, you know, compared to other people who just don't really care. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I feel a big difference in myself waking up in the morning, like having a routine, whether whatever your routine is. But, like, for me, I feel a big difference because when I'm waking up at 5.15, it sucks. I hate it. But when I'm out of bed, I love it. I go to the gym before daylight savings. I was out of the gym before the sun even came up. I was driving home as the sun was coming up. And then I'd come home if I'd have to, like I'm meal prepped one time or I'll eat cereal and then I go to my job. And if I don't have my job, my day's like complete, and except for like my other tasks I have to do. But like, I feel good about everything. Oh, exactly. I mean, I, 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 and then by the time 1030 hits, I'm like, all right, bedtime.
0: Yeah, that, that's one thing I wish I could do. I wish I could be in bed by 10 o'clock every night. Like that was. I was in bed by 930 last night. Oh, man, I'm jealous. I was out. Like, I went to bed, like because I had to be up at 5, so I went to bed at, like, probably, like, 10, 10-ish, and I woke up at 11.30, and I could not, I was, I was laid awake until, like, fucking 2 o'clock in the morning, Got up at 5, went to work.
1: So, I, I definitely wish I could go to bed that early, that'd be nice. Oh, it's... I, at times, it's like, oh man, but like yesterday, I had nothing else to do, and I was like, all right, sit down, watch TV, drink a beer, or go to bed, so that I can wake up in the morning. So I'm like, I went to bed. Yeah, yeah, I turned on my iPad and watched a movie, but I fell I probably fell asleep by like ten fifteen.
0: Still, that that's, realistically, that's, yeah, realistically, that it's still that's awesome, you know. Oh yeah, I love it, but like I think that's a huge, it. and I think you and I talked about this before. Is like that's like a huge problem with like. American society at this point, like that's a huge issue is people just, they just, you know, we have so much entertainment at our fingertips. We have Hulu, Netflix, Amazon, you know, we have, you know, YouTube, we have so much, you know, video games, all these things to keep us occupied and to keep us focused on that rather than ourselves. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, you look at, I mean, look at COVID, look at what COVID did to us personally. COVID hit, when COVID hit in January but just before that, I probably weighed a solid. Now I you know I'm I'm six foot four, and I weighed a solid like one eighty, 180, one eighty five. I would fluctuate between like one eighty, and maybe one ninety. But that was it. Like all throughout high school, that's like the most I weighed in high school was like one ninety five because I was working out six you know six days a week. But you know, oh I, yeah, you know, I moved up here, stopped working out, and you know, but then COVID hit. And I was like, well, just say 185. COVID hit and didn't weigh myself forever. Wasn't going to the gym. Gyms were, everything was closed. You couldn't go out anywhere. And then one day I was at, um, I was at Morgan's and I weighed myself. Dude, I hit 220, like 35 pounds in about four and a half months. Yeah. And I was like, and at that point, and because all I did was, you know, I'd go to work. Because, you know, know, my job, you know, we we were essential. So I'd go to work. I'd come home, sit in my room, watch YouTube for five or six hours, you know, drink a 12 pack of beer, eat all this crap, you know, microwave pizzas, you know, all this shit. And then I'd go to bed. And there was Mm -hmm. the only activity I ever had was going to work. So like at that point, I had to make a decision. I was like, am I going to let this whole idea of just entertainment? distract me from myself and i made that choice i was like no i'm not going to do that you know i'm not going to sit here and as much as i'd love to come home straight after work and sit here and watch you know grim for four hours i can't do that like i need to go to the gym for two hours and then if i want i can go home watch an episode of grim while i eat my dinner and then as soon as that's over i read a book for 30 minutes and then i go to bed
1: yeah yeah
0: but I think that's a. I, I think that's like a huge thing Americans don't do. Like we're just so. I, I don't even know what it is. We're just so. If we have this lazy, yeah, we're lazy. We we just we have this, this like need to be constantly entertained. And let's be honest, going to gym, is not really entertaining. Oh no, I get bored half the time. Yeah, I mean, you know, I have to like change up my music playlist every single time I go, or else I sit there and just like zone mm-hmm. out. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's ridiculous, but I think it's a huge problem with America. I think we need to like, you know, I think people really need to like wake up to that and be like, listen, I, you know, I need to get up and go. I need to go do something, especially with COVID. Like, I need to get up and go better myself and you know fix myself and this whole idea of having to be constantly entertained. I mean, why? I mean, my personal opinion is why do you think you have so many kids, you know, diagnosed with
1: ADD? Or ADHD and all this stuff because they're constantly entertained. Yep, they have that iPad in their hands by age one. Oh yeah, I mean, I,
0: I was you know I was working the other day and this mom was in with her kid, and this kid had to be probably maybe ma- I'd say max two and a half three years old, and he, he had a he had he had a brand new like iPad. And the mom was on her phone, Jesus. talking on the phone. The kid had the iPad, watching like Elmo or something like that. And you know, and 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 I see that kid all the time. Every single time I see this kid, it's the same exact thing.
2: Mm-hmm. I've
0: never seen him without his iPad, and the mom is always on her phone.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, that is- yeah. People got to get out and do more things. Like you know, put the kid outside. Throw you know, throw him in the mud. Do something like that. It was something I was watching. I want to say it was a Joe Rogan podcast, actually, with some fitness guy. And he believes that a lot of people, like you said, a lot of people have ADHD because they don't do anything. And when you actually go to the gym and you actually find stuff to do, it suppresses that ADHD. That makes sense. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember who it was. That sounds like like something
0: Joe Rogan would say.
1: It was one of his guests, though. Was it the um? Was it oh, recent? Because yeah. he had that psychologist on, like. No, it two wasn't weeks the psych- the sleep psychologist. I don't know if you've seen the sleep psychologist. I have one. Not, That's a no. great one. I have not. That's a great one. It talks about how when, like, you do like people who do like drink a lot and drugs and whatnot, and they do like a detox, like uh, sober October,
2: mm-hmm.
1: that their dreams become so vivid, because that you skip like REM cycle or something when like you're high or drunk or whatnot. Hmm. And so your body's catching up on that REM cycle that you miss. And that's why your dreams are so vivid that they're so real.
0: That's a crazy thought. So cool. That's awesome. I I actually
1: tested it. I stopped drinking for a month to test it. And it's real. Like I did sober. I think I did like sober September or something instead of October. And it was pretty real. That's insane. Dreams got very vivid. That's insane. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, that's like one thing. Like if you talk to people like who, um, let's just say, for example, somebody who smokes weed every day, right? You, you take a pothead. Someone who smokes mm-hmm. weed every single day. Someone who, you know, can't like focus or not even focus, but can't go throughout their day without being high. If you talk mm-hmm. to those people and I you know I, I you know I have friends who smoke a lot and they're like, dude, I don't dream. Like I don't have any dreams and I was like that's insane.
1: Yeah like, it's probably because they're missing that cycle, of sleep, that REM cycle. Yeah, I mean it makes sense.
2: Yeah. I never had I don't know,
1: sleep so cool. So cool. <laughs> sleep is amazing. <laughs> it is. It feels good, but the science behind it is pretty cool, too. The science is insane. I've always
0: wanted to go to, like, one of those, uh, what do you call it, like, the uh, the sleep clinics? Is that is that what they are? Is that
1: Where they... they pay you to sleep?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you know, as
1: creepy as it sounds, they watch you while you're sleeping. <laughs> yeah. You know? Just throw the video camera on and stare at you. I wouldn't be able to fall asleep. Oh, no, not at all. I'd be creeped out. They'd have to give me something out. to fall asleep. Yeah, I would be yeah. creeped out, like, Imagine telling
0: somebody, like, oh, hey, like, like, you know, what do you do for a career? I watch people sleep. <laughs> like that, I don't know if I could do that. Santa Claus. I'd, I'd like, make some crazy shit up. I'd be like, I, uh, I don't, I don't even, I don't know.
1: I study people, study people's brain.
0: There you go. That's, that's probably that's, a good way to that, put it. That sounds better than watching. People in, in a
1: waxed state.
0: that sounds like super scientific i like it
1: oh yeah no gotta throw up my uh non-scientific degree i hated science dude science was the worst chemistry or i didn't even take it
0: i so i took this weird hybrid class where it was chemistry and physics in the same class so oh, yeah, it wasn't. It was probably one of the worst decisions I ever made. It was like yeah. I can't like I. It wasn't like every other week, but it was like you go into class one day and it'd be like, okay, guys, we're gonna talk about you know cars stopping, like whatever that. There, there's like a <laughs> whole there's like a whole math equation behind telling how fast a car was going by how fast it stops like like fire like yeah. marks and you know police use it for you know law enforcement uses it for you know uh traffic accidents and investigations and stuff it's actually pretty cool but then like the but then like the next day you go into class and be like all right guys now we're going to talk about what this does when you mix it in a vial <laughs> with this and this and this oh, there goes my dog <laughs> sounds ferocious so that was terrible. Like I do I, I think I failed I think I, I don't know if I failed that class. If I didn't fail, I got like a super, super low grade. It was just it was way
1: too much information at once. Oh yeah. And yeah. uh, chemistry in itself is just a lot of information. And then throw in science with math. Oh
0: yeah.
1: That had to be horrible. Terrible.
0: And it's like it's like and, you, and that was in high school. And it's like mm-hmm. when you go to college, dude, it gets so much worse. Like you have to go to mandatory labs. Like you actually have to go and do all this shit. And I'm like, I don't have, I don't have, I work full time. Like I don't have time to do that, bro. Come on.
1: I'm so happy I didn't have to do that. Uh, so
0: am I. That was fantastic. Like I watched my roommates do all of it, and they're like, they're dying. You know, I'm a history major, so I'm sitting here like, you know, writing. 15, 20-page papers, and I would rather do that any day of the week.
1: Oh, yeah. Especially if it's not history. That's oh, easy. It's so
0: easy. Give me a little bit of cause and effect, you know, a little bit of analytics here and there, and, yeah, I got you.
1: Oh, yeah. That was me in my history class, that American history. I'd be able to sleep the whole class and still get an A-plus in this class. See, my – Because, like, I just – yeah, my knew father it. was my history teacher
0: through most of college, so I wasn't given that option. Um, oh, really? Oh. Dang. It was rough, bro. It was rough. Like like it was funny because so my dad used me as like a tool. So he would place me and like he would like put me like next to people who he knew like weren't doing well. Or just, like, didn't, like, really grasp the whole concept of history, which to me is insane. Like, how do you, how can't you, like, how can you not understand history? Like, that, to me, is mind-boggling. But people can't. People out there, who they look at stuff, like, dude, I don't, I don't know. And, I mean, you know, that's me with math, so I I guess I understand it. (laughs) But, so he would, like, put me next to these kids, and, uh, you know, I'd, like, help them out and, you know, once that person was helped, he like move moved me to the other side of the classroom, next to somebody else, and I'd help that person out. So it was kind of cool. Yeah, you know, it was kind of a cool thing for me. I got to help out a lot because, I mean, I've I've been, I've been reading like at age, at age six or seven, I was reading college level history books. So oh, I was reading like crazy shit. I mean, I have. I have books I've had since I was a kid and, you know, I read them now and I'm like, how did I understand any of this? Like, I remember these books. Like I can, you know, I, like, I could, like, I don't, I usually don't read the same book twice. Um, Just yeah. because, you know, like, I, like, you know, I'll read this book and I'm like, dude, I read this book like 15 years ago. Like what? But it just, you know, it, I I understand it. My brain works that way. You know, I wish my brain worked a little more towards math, but, you know, <laughs> I can tell you all about the Battle of Hastings and battle tactics, so that's that's cool, I guess.
1: I can do the basic math, but once you get into, like, pre- or, uh, uh, pre-calculus, forget algebra. It. Algebra killed me. I'm not going to lie.
0: College algebra, really? bro, I failed three times. Yeah. Jeez, I failed three times in college algebra. I just could not do it. Yeah, you know it can be tough. Yeah, it sucks.
1: Just figuring out x and y and the slope and yeah, who, who, all that enjoyable who stuff. Who gives a flying fuck? <laughs> I said that once, and my teacher gave me a sports analogy with math. And I've never said that again. I'm like, oh, okay. I, I don't remember what the analogy was. It was like way back in high, like high school. But I'm like, all right, I'll never question why we need it again.
0: Mm, okay, I that, that makes sense. But
1: pre-calc, I question it all the time. <laughs> like who outside of a, like a mathematician or someone doing math for a whole life, like it, who's going to use pre-calc? Yeah,
0: calc? Uh, I, I took calculus in high school and – I guarantee you I've forgotten every single thing I ever learned. And I guarantee yeah. you that it doesn't matter because I'll never use it again.
1: So, Oh, yeah. I think all we should do is have the basics of pre-algebra, algebra, and geometry. Because that's what you use every day. That's how you figure out change, pretty much. Geometry, you know, when you're doing just stupid projects yep. at home. It's like, those are, that's the stuff you'll use almost every day. But when they force you to take, like, pre-calculate, like, come yeah, on.
0: I mean, I think it depends on what you do. I mean, like, it depends on what your hobbies are. I mean, you know, I mean, my hobbies, is they don't really incorporate any of that. I mean, maybe, like, in some... Sub- I mean, obviously, you have all that, you know, all that stuff in motion just because, you know, laws of the universe and all that shit. <laughs> so, it's happening around you, but you already understand how it works. So, you don't have to use it, if that makes any sense. Like, I don't have to under... You don't realize. I don't have to know. I don't have to go through 10 years of physics classes to understand that when, you know, when I go fishing, I have to, you know, whip the rod at this speed, at, you know, at at this arc to get, you know, my bait at this point. I don't even know any of that. Like, that doesn't matter. All I know is instinctually, I know exactly where it's going to land every single time yeah so i mean it's like that un unspoken knowledge i mean it's physics like all this stuff already exists around us and for the most part as humans we already understand it like we already get it but you know i i don't i don't think it's necessary necessary i mean you know i i guess it's cool to know like why why that happens like why you know that but i don't think it's necessary You know, I mean, I can go the rest of my life without understanding tangents and whatever other math terms are out there that I don't know.
1: I haven't taken a math class in four years. Oh, yeah. I use it for, like, video stuff, though, a lot. Like, geometry. Like, not... I don't write down the formula. It's, like, more so in my head. Just, like, a quick... Kind of like your example with fishing. It's there... In the head. It's like we already have it. And I don't know if that's because we learned it in high school or I don't what. Know. I mean,
0: I feel like people, I feel like humans can understand all of that. I mean, obviously, again, it's the laws of nature. It's the laws of, it's the laws of physics. I mean, you can't, no matter how hard you try, if you don't go to a math class, you're not going to fly off the face of the earth because the earth is spinning too fast. <laughs> like, it's just the laws of yeah. physics. I mean... You know, you step off a roof, you're going to fall. It's just it's just how it works. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know, I don't think that – I think if you grow up doing something from a young age, you understand how it works. You understand, you know, if I do this, this is going to have cause and effect. If I do this, this happens. You may not fully understand why, but, you know, physics is there to, under, to, to explain to us why this happens. And I just don't think it's necessary for some people. I, You know, I, I mean, yeah. yeah, OK, it's cool to have knowledge and I love knowledge. OK, I, I am a huge proponent of people going to college, high school, getting degrees, you know, bettering themselves intellectually. Go for it. But I don't think it's ne- I, I don't think everything is necessary for every single
1: person. No. No, it's definitely not my biggest pet peeve with that necessary stuff is four year at least we had to do this up in Illinois four years of English in the last two years were of basically Shakespeare and I'm like why do we need to know how to read Shakespeare and understand Shakespeare why can't we be taking mandatory classes on personal finance on the stock market on yeah. stuff that's actually going to help you in life like I don't Shakespeare I didn't give a shit about it I didn't read it my, I couldn't understand it. Like, I personally could not understand it. It was a foreign language to me, even though it's still English. I love Shakespeare. Oh, hated it. I, I did so bad in those classes. And then, I'm like, people should – I don't know. I think we should have a personal Oh, yeah, hell, class. absolutely. That's mandatory. If I had
0: known how to budget before I got to college, dude, I would be in – I would probably have a new truck. I'd probably be living in a house by myself. Oh, yeah. You know, like all these things would change, but, yeah, you know, they don't teach you that stuff. They just throw you out there without that knowledge. And if you, will have, if you want to take it in college, you have the option. Why don't I know that beforehand? Yeah. That's, that, I, that is a huge flaw in our
1: educational system. Oh, 100%. I'm just – I finally got financially stable thanks to COVID. Ironically Actually. enough, man. A lot of people said, yeah, we're serious. So ironic. Like, oh no, you know, I don't. But now that I lost my job because of COVID, so I was put on unemployment, which you had the $600 from the federal government, plus what I was making through state of Illinois. I was able to start paying off some of my debts, you know, pay people back. And now, now I'm not making as much as I did during COVID, but now it's like, I'm on my feet. I'm good to go. And the other problem with people getting those checks and getting all that assistance, they just threw it away on alcohol, lobster, drugs, you know, all that. Instead of actually doing things with it, paying stuff off like I did, you know, starting a bit. So you could start a business with $1,200. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it may not be a big business, but you could definitely start some kind of business with $1,200 to better yourself. Make that $1,200. No, absolutely. I mean,
0: like for me, it was kind of the opposite. I mean, um, for with When COVID hit, um, you know, I, I went full-time at work. So for me, that, you know, I got financially stable for the most part. You know, I started paying stuff off that I needed to pay off. But now I have a full-time job, a full-time career, to be perfectly honest. You know, I'm making, I'm making more money yeah. than a lot of people my age that I know. I mean, I'm making a lot more money than they are. And I'm yeah. just, you know, I'm 23 years old. And I'm just now learning how to do all this financial stuff, learning how to budget, you know, put money aside, plan, plan for the month ahead, you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, like, like, I mean, I literally like last week actually sat down and made a list of all my bills and, and what days they come out. Because then beforehand yeah. it was like, okay, you know, like, you know, I, I, would, check my, I would check my bank account every day and, you know, like, I look at my bank account and it'd be like, oh, you know, 20 bucks to Spotify or 20 bucks to this. And I'd be like, oh, shit. I can't, I can't buy a beer. Oh, yeah. It like, I, it, yeah. it was ridiculous. So I finally just sat down and I was like, all right, this is, these are my bills. This is how much money I have to have by this time. And my life is so much better. Like, I have money mm-hmm. to spend. I, You know, I'm trying not to spend it, but... If I wanted to, I could go out and do whatever the hell I wanted to. And, and that's because, you know, I got to that point. But why don't we know that before? Why don't I know that coming into college, age 18? I mean, four years ago, I wish I had known yeah. that. I would have, like I said, I would have had a new truck. I would have had, you know, I would have been living on my own, most likely. I would have had all these wonderful things that I can't have because I wasn't given the correct tools to do it.
1: Exactly. And I, that's, like we said in the beginning, it's a failure of our educational system. They're expecting a fish to climb a, a tree just the same as we are supposed exactly. to climb a tree. And that's, that's a whole podcast on its own. That's
0: a whole that Oh, a whole yeah, that's
1: just thing. a whole. This one, we're just, like, setting up different conversations oh, for Jack, later right? on.
0: And, like, like, I definitely think we should go back. And, dude, like, let's go back. I want to talk about every single one of these things at some other point.
1: Oh yeah. Get people on here that are more knowledgeable yeah. about it. I mean than we know us, we got you know? enough
0: we got enough friends. And
1: just go. You know, we know we we yeah, we know enough
0: people oh, yeah. who do these, you know, do some of the stuff for a living. You know, oh, I yeah. mean you know, and people have oh, questions yeah. we can be like, Hey, you know, I have we'll have this guy on this week and he'll talk about, you know, whatever your question is. You know, that'd yeah. be awesome. I mean hell, it'd be cool if we can get a debate Oof, on That'd be there. crazy. I have a debate on awesome. what, though. That's the
1: question. No, like, say, during an election or something, get some... I don't know, stay, say, like, a local representative. Because uh, this, this is a whole other podcast in itself. But I think our debate system for our presidential mm-hmm. debates is flawed. Like, I don't like Bernie Sanders' policies. I don't agree with them. But I watched the Joe Rogan podcast with Bernie Sanders... Okay. And his policies made sense. Do I agree with them? No, of course not. Yeah, but they made sense. I understand where he's coming from. No, one hundred percent. I don't think they would work. But again, they no. you can understand them. You understand well, that's the opposing view. given.
0: I mean, that podcast is what was that two and a half or three hours long? I think it was. Really, I think was it was, was only one and a half. I it was long. Okay, so and yeah. so an hour and a half of just him talking like that, like that, like, I love that. I mean, we won't get too far into it. I mean, this is a whole nother discussion, but you know, I think that the fact that we give like, um, I think it was the, I mean, each debate, they gave them a time limit. They are like, okay, you have two minutes to respond. Mm. How can I sit here and tell you my entire platform's viewpoint on this subject in two minutes, bro. That is impossible I don't care how good of an orator you are. There is nobody who can do that.
1: Oh, yeah. Because it's, it's typically just bashing yeah. the other person. And it's not actually saying. Like the first debate was absolutely ridiculous. Was made, no one yeah. All anything. we learned
0: is that, you know, all we learned I, is that it was horrible. Yeah. Trump and, had a temper. And both these people, to be perfectly frank, are assholes. And they, they can't yeah. shut up and let the yeah. other person talk. I mean, Biden, Biden, was, Biden wasn't as mm-hmm. aggressive. Biden was doing the same thing Trump was. They were both in, in, in all the debates. They were interrupting each other. They were going off and saying, oh, no, making noises in the background and faces and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, that is just so – it's just not right. Like I don't want to hear – No, it's not. You, you know, if, if I ask you a question, I don't want to hear you talk to the other person. I want to hear you talk to the people. I want to hear you talk for, for lack oh, of, yeah. you know, for, for a simplified version, I want you to talk to me, you know, like I'm exactly. not going to learn anything if you're young with like the other dude telling him, you know, he's an asshole and, you know, his son's a drug addict, you know, as true as that all may be, you know, I, I digress, you know, whether, what, whatever, you know, based on what you believe, you know, on that whole thing, the truth behind it, which, you know, whatever. I don't want to hear that Mm -hmm. i want to hear an answer to the question that give that that i asked like don't deflect exactly don't deflect answer my question you know it's like it's like when when kamala harris and, and biden were asked about the whole um you know banning fracking thing or packing the court you know they asked Kamala Harris, you know, are you going to pack the court? And she was like, <laughs> moved on to something else. That's, that's not an answer, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course, you they know they are. are but they're going to try to. Or but, they're going to okay, try. But that's a whole other thing, too. But the point is answer my question. Give me the knowledge that the people behind you who are supposed to be supporting you can actually support you. You know, I mean, it's just, you know, and we've talked about this before. It's just the whole, the whole system needs to go. I'm sorry. The whole system, not, not, not needs to go. The system needs to change. It needs to adapt to what the issues we have in this modern day and age. You have to adapt the system to what, to the needs of the people. And the needs of the people now are not the same that they were even 20 years ago. You know, the, yeah,
2: I, mean, I mean, you know, the true. beginning of the
0: 2000s, we were facing the the threat of, um, you know, you know, 2001, you had terrorist attacks. And all of a sudden, everyone was like, oh, oh, terrorists.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, shit. There we That's a new thing. Like, but nowadays, the needs of the people are beyond that. They're different. Is that still a thing? Of course. Terrorist attacks happen mm-hmm. all the time. I think there was one like last week or like two weeks ago. Some
1: there was one the other day in um when I was down there. Um I not Australia. Wanna... Yes, yeah, no, yeah, no, Austria? We about that. Yeah, that was yeah. Yeah. Shit. I thought that was like three weeks ago. Um mm. No, oh, that was a couple days ago. That was Saturday. Yeah, that's that, seems... that was Saturday. No, wait, no, no, I think no, it was... that was Sunday. Yeah, Monday
2: because
1: night. Monday, because that's when we had those big co- you, that big yeah, conversation. Yeah, you know, you're
0: absolutely right. Yeah, so it was Monday that that's when that happened. Um, like so, that's still a thing. That's still like a worry. But
1: no, I mean, I wouldn't big. even
0: say. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I don't want to,
1: you know. I the thing closest to 911 was probably the the yeah. london bombings like 2 three, 3 years later and there's really never been anything as i mean i guess you could argue las vegas and pulse but that was more yeah, domestic I than mean, it that, was
0: that wasn't necessarily you know foreign.
1: foreign power or you
0: know foreign people trying to do something but i mean you know no I, 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 but i don't want to downplay terrorism at all i, I don't want to you know obviously Oh, yeah. It's still terrorism, terrorism, Still terrorism at this it's point, bad. you know, I mean, are those threats still real? Absolutely. Like, can, you know, can, it's harder for someone to hijack a plane, but theoretically, someone could still hijack a plane and drive it into wherever the fuck they wanted to. But yeah. we have bigger issues than that now. You know, we have other things to deal with. We have other issues. Yeah. Like now, because of those, because of that issue, now we've had the issue of being at war for you know, 25 years, because that only, you know, the whole, you know, 2001 escalated the war we already had overseas. And we've used that 2001 attack as an excuse to put 18 year old children in the desert to get killed by sheep farmers. Like, yeah, that's an issue. That's a problem. Why are we fixing that? Obama said he fixed it, but he just took troops from one country, pulled them out, said, hey, look, I just pulled 30,000 troops, you know, 30,000 boots off the ground. You're welcome. And then put them in the next country over. And they've been dying there ever since. pretty much. Like, you know, like those are the questions that the American people need to be asking. And those are the questions that need to be answered for the American people. But yeah, but you know, we're too focused on it does. you know, whether or not George Floyd had fentanyl in his system and but like that's a huge issue. That's a whole nother that's, a whole, like, other that's, a, whole, that's a whole nother episode. Like that's a huge issue. I'm not gonna disagree with that. That's a huge oh, yeah. issue. That that's something that needs to be talked about. But <clears throat> the bigger issue <throat> in my opinion, is the thousands, you know, hundreds upon hundreds upon thousands of troops that could die at any at any second. I mean, there's probably somebody over in Afghanistan right now getting his fucking legs blown off by an IED in the desert just because he drove he made the wrong turn, or he kicked open the wrong door. Like, how is that yeah. not a problem? You know, so I mean, that's mm-hmm. a whole other thing. But just like as Americans, we need these questions asked and we need these questions answered. But we're too focused on just bullshit and stupid things like whatever you name any political issue at this point it's all bullshit like what like what are we doing like why are, like why does this matter so much like why does it matter so much that a catholic woman got on the supreme court why is that an issue
1: like i don't understand that like why is that a problem because I think it's just because the generation below us is, they're not, and they're educated, but they're not educated enough. They're educated enough to not question what they're educated about. Like, anytime I learn something new, I will always question someone. I'll always question a teacher. Uh, My high school teachers hated it because I always questioned them. My bosses hate it because when they ask me to do something, I ask, why are we doing it that way? Because that's how you learn, you question and I think that's the problem we have today is nobody questions it. So when people are like, oh, she's going to or let's I mean, we're, I'm going to stay off of the ACB, ACB whatever yeah. her initials are. I forgot. Amy Cohen. Yeah. ACB is go to Trump with the whole. Oh, he's he's taking away gay rights. Uh, you're talking about the person who created a global initiative to yeah. support gay rights. Like, really, are you talking about the same person? Yeah. Yeah, you might have your own personal belief, but like ACB is there to uphold the law and what is the law, not create law. Yeah. She's there to uphold it. So, sure, she might not disagree. She might disagree with abortion, but guess what? Technically, abortion is still legal mm -hmm. and she is there to uphold that unless there is a legitimate reason to bring it back. She's not going to overturn Roe v. Wade. No, that's not going to happen. No, she's not. It's stupid. Everyone's like, oh, she's going to take away our rights and she's going to r- take away women's rights. She's a female. You know that, right? She doesn't identify as a male. She still identifies as a And even if she
0: did try, luckily she has like every other judge on, 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 on SCOTUS to be like, hey, you know what? Uh, we're going to check that. Yeah. Like one person.
1: Yeah. They said the same thing about Kavanaugh. Has he done it yet?
0: No, no. he hasn't. Like, like that's just, like that's what I'm saying is people are so incredibly short-sighted. They're just like they focus on these issues that okay, I understand this issue, the issue of whatever, abortion, equal pay, equal rights, whatever. This might be important to you, but you have to step back and look at the reality of it. The reality of of her Sitting up and taking away women's abortion rights, it's not a reality. It doesn't exist. But people sit there because the media sits there and no. says, oh, hey, you know what? This woman, she's going to take away your right to kill kids. Like, that just sounds terrible. Uh-huh. And they make it sound as bad as they possibly can. And then everyone goes up in arms. and They're like, oh, my God. Like, without without doing any research. If you actually did research, you know, say, I, actually, uh, going back to the whole gay rights thing, I – was I was on lunch, uh, having you know, unfortunately, my lunch turned into a political discussion with somebody, which I did not want to happen. Uh, you know, <laughs> I was, I do, I was so mad. Of course, I was like, I want my hour lunch back because I didn't even eat, I had to sit there. And this kid would not shut up, and I was like, dude, I don't want to talk about it. And then he just kept on talking. I was like, okay, fine, whatever. So, um, one of our associates who is a gay person uh came in and they were like um they're you no know, they weren't really taking part they were just sitting there listening and they're like hey doesn't like one of the candidates want to take away gay rights like they didn't even know which candidate supposedly did this thing they didn't even know which they couldn't even name a candidate, candidate that they thought was going to do this they just said oh is it one of them really yeah you're not that that that's the extent of your knowledge. Someone told you that one of the political candidates was going to take away gay rights. No research. Yeah, they went with it. No research, no full. Didn't even know which person it was. They didn't even have to get you know, they were like, "Oh, well, well you know, it might have been Trump. I don't I don't really remember." I, I, are you kidding me? Like that's the level we're at? That is the level we're at. And it is so. And that's oh, yeah. why our democratic process at this point is completely fucked.
1: It is. It's all that destroyed culture, whatever the that hell you it? call yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like that whole Kevin Hart bullshit. That pissed me off. Yeah, it's okay to for Biden to uh, call black yeah, people the right. words on live TV. <laughs> Ridiculous, and in Congress. Yeah. But that's okay. No, we
0: forget about that. Uh, I think that's definitely something that we should, at some point, acknowledge and be like, "Hey,
1: maybe this guy's a racist." Maybe, but people could change. Yeah, so maybe now he's change. not. Maybe back then he was. Yeah, now he's not. Yeah, but um, not. hey, why don't you be an adult and stand up?
0: and apologize instead of, instead of blatantly denying Yeah. It.
1: Even apologizing, though, sometimes, like, if it's a joke, if it's a comedic joke and a comedy sketch, and it's not necessarily, I mean, I get, like, if you use the N-word or stuff, so, it's, like, stuff like that. But, like, if it's just a comedic joke about something stupid, apologizing, like, Come on, that's your job. Your job is to make people laugh, and your job is to make other yeah, people. That's hate why we. You. That's why. That's like why I joke. love comics. I
0: listen to. I listen to so many different comics who are just so edgy and so like on the verge. Oh, dude, Bill Burr is one of my. Favorites. Bill Burr. I love Bill Burr. This dude. Oh my god! The first time I watched one of his comedy specials, I think it was actually with Morgan, and I was like sitting there, like, dude, you actually listen to this guy? I was like, this guy actually is in front of a stage of like 30,000 <laughs> people or whatever the hell it was talking about this stuff on live TV or you know, what, you know, a live comedy special. Are you kidding me? hmm. But then, you know, but then okay, at that point, if you're, if you're going to hold comics responsible for, you know, black comics for saying the N word, uh, let's, uh, why don't we talk about rap? Yeah let's talk about rap because I can name 75,000 rap songs at this very second. I can go through my playlist. I can go through my playlist. Okay. I'm white as shit. I can go through my playlist and show you like every single song that has the N word in it, like 60 times in the first 30 seconds of the song. You know, I'm not going to mention the whole, you know, all the stuff about Mm -hmm. killing people and, you know, fucking mad bitches and, you know all of this anti me Too stuff, you know yeah it's just it's just it's ridiculous if
2: you're gonna hold it, yeah and you want to get rid had, of a word actually i had this
0: it. i had this not it wasn't really a political discussion, but uh one night, of course, after that, I went to the club with some friends, and uh we, we we ended up like becoming friends with a couple of black guys. And they were like they were so cool. Like we were out there, like, you know, we were out there dancing, we were just like drinking, buying each other drinks, having a great time. And afterwards, uh these uh two of them were like, Hey, do you wanna go across the street and grab some pizza? And we were like, Yeah, dude. Like it was like, you know, one one thirty in the morning and we were like, Yeah, let's go grab this, go grab some pizza, go grab some more drinks before we go home. And um the the conversation turned into that. So you have me and my white friend who is almost as probably more white than i am and you have these two black guys and we sat down and we had a whole conversation and these two guys were like look like we acknowledge it like we use the n-word too much they're like we use it too much they're like how can we look at you two
2: mm-hmm.
0: the two whitest guys in this entire restaurant right now how can we look at you two and put you down and, you know, accuse you of being racists for using the N-word while, you know, we're sitting, you know, me and my buddy are sitting here, the, the two black guys are sitting there, and they're calling each other the N-word back and forth every 10 seconds. They're promoting it, and, 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 and that's what the they're one guy was it. saying. He was like, listen, to he was like, we don't apologize for it. It's part of our everyday vocabulary. So I'm not going to get mad at you. For using it in a certain context. Now if you're trying now, now, if you're being blatantly racist about it and like you know, you're being an asshole and you know, going after somebody oh, yeah. and calling them that because you know, because you're just trying to be um yeah, an asshole, then that's when we have a problem. An asshole So if we sit here and use it recreationally, how can we blame you yeah. as white men for doing the same thing? And I was like Yeah. I mean, you know, that's the whole thing is if you're going to sit here on your pedestal and look down upon people and say, Oh, you can't do this. That's wrong. Well, then you look to your, the other side at a different group of people and say, you can do this thing, but they can't. That's wrong.
1: But Hey, that's that. Mm Yeah. It's like when people say that, uh, the African-American community can't be racist. I'm like, okay, that's funny. Now, you heard yeah, the story exactly. of what happened to me and Morgan at Walmart. The lady who almost hit us, who ultimately was African-American, started pulling the race card. Oh, why are you white boys here doing this? And I'm like, really? I'm just trying to tell you the pedestrian goes first, and you can continue to move along so we don't cause a scene, but you want to continue to cause a scene. And then, because you yeah, know that that's we're right, you're going to start so throwing wrong. race into it. Of course, it is.
0: I've never called any. That's racist in I've itself. Call a black person the N word my entire life. I would never, like, I would never even think me about. Me neither. It. Like, I was out with a friend once, and um not really a friend anymore because of this issue, to be honest. And um, uh, me and my me me and this me and this person were sitting at a traffic stop, and um this uh you know there was this car next to us and it was it was was a black person it was this black lady and and she at some point while we were driving she ended up cutting us off like she had cut us off she was just kind of driving erratically she was on her phone Mm -hmm. you know she was on her phone texting or you know on a phone call or doing whatever she was doing which Okay, that's not cool. Don't do that. Don't text and drive. Don't be a dick. Um, But we pull up to the stoplight, and my friend puts down the window, and he just starts yelling out these racial, awful, terrible slurs at this poor, innocent person sitting next to us. And I was like, dude, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Like that is why do you need to bring that person's race into it? That has nothing to do with what they're doing. It has nothing to do with what with how they're driving. Mm-hmm. They're just part quite frankly they're just being a dick and you know breaking the law by texting or looking up the nearest whatever they were doing. You know maybe maybe they're trying to get to a friend's house. Maybe they're trying to get to a store yeah. for somebody. Maybe they're trying to do something important. We don't know their life. I don't know what they're doing. But there's no reason to bring race into it. Like, why do you got to be, why why do people? I don't understand why people do that. I have never done that.
1: Because I think it's an emotional appeal. Like when you got, hell, look at the most recent police shooting where the guy shot at the cops first. Yet there were still Mm -hmm. protests because the cops shot the guy and killed him. Oh, no justice, no peace. Okay, so if the cops got shot, could we, you know, all the people who support the cops go out there and yell the same thing? Yeah, then you're a racist. No, because then you're considered the racist. <laughs> like It's ridiculous. Like, that—that that is unarguable. You cannot argue that he had no right to get shot and killed. He was shooting at the cops. The cops oh, have yeah. every right to you defend you their own life. you someone else's
0: mind. life in danger, you forfeit your right to live. Not, yes, not saying, and this is something yes, that Stephen Crowder says all the time. He says, once you endanger somebody else somebody else's american rights to life liberty and the pursuit of happiness once you you know go after those things you forfeit your right to live not saying not saying that you should be killed because we, no one yeah. likes no death is not a fun thing people do not like want normal yeah non evil human beings do not want people to die. I don't want people to die. I I mean are there people no. who I think would be better you off know. dead? Yes, but do I really want them to die in the end? No, of course not because in the end that's still a loss of life and that's still a very sad thing. But if you endanger somebody else, you forfeit your right to live and if you die, you we can all we should all be able mm-hmm. to sit here and say, you know what? Yep, that that's his fault. Is it sad? He put himself yes, in that situation. It is sad that that situation even happened. But you did it to yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't stick your <clears throat> fucking face in an oven and
1: expect yep. not to have it boiled off. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, take the badge off of it. Say it wasn't cops. If that guy was shooting at another guy and that other guy had a gun, what do you think that so other guy's going to do? He's well, going to try to kill him right back. As soon as you start firing bullets at another person and that person has the means to defend themselves, it comes yeah. down to who is the better person, like, it, shooting-wise. Or who's the more lucky yeah, person, I guess, if you're just randomly I just, shooting. I agree. Like, take away the badge. It, well, uh, It's not I, racist. You just I, take I just, away the badge. I
0: think nowadays it's a little bit different. Well, I think nowadays you have the whole idea. Uh, huh. I think nowadays it's coming to the point of just uh, whatever your race is. I think if, you know if a white guy shoots a black guy, then that white guy is uh, he's a racist. But if a black guy shoots a black guy, not a racist. If a white guy shoots a white guy, not a racist. Like that's how. Like that's. I think it's. Yeah. I think at this point, it's gone beyond law enforcement. You know, it's gone be it's gone beyond that. It's getting down to Yes, absolutely. So the I mean propaganda like, you know, news. Be- networks. Like, everything. And that's everything, including everything. Every I mean New York you- it- At Fox, the beginning all of all like the whole George Floyd things, you had people going, you know, after after black cops because they were cops.
1: I mean that's Yeah. Trader, no, he's not a traitor. Yeah, he just insane. likes to uphold the law instead of Yeah, no I, absolutely. He wants to but, uphold no, the I law? I
0: definitely so my uh my AirPods <laughs> are actually about to die. But um <laughs> Yeah, no, That's but uh good. you know, I Yeah, I gotta get going. I soon, think we anyways. definitely have a lot more here. I think we definitely, you know, I think we should definitely pick some of these topics and try to cover them, you know. No, one hundred percent. Oh and, yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, we can yeah, talk. No, find definitely. something. To I think. Cover uh, I think we next week or something.
0: You know, I, I, I'm going to watch what Joe Biden says tonight. I'm going to watch his speech and see what happens with that. And uh, you know, I'm sure there's going to be, oh yeah, more than enough to talk about in that.
1: <clears throat> oh yeah, next week we should just talk about the election because we should have a it, I don't think We should so, know who's going to be but, president by next week. I. I, I don't. I, or at honestly, least I don't very close until January
0: or at least mid mid to late December.
1: Even if he – okay, so say he wins – which one is he ahead by a lot? He's close in Georgia, but say he wins Pennsylvania and Nevada. He's winning Nevada by enough to where recount really won't affect it, and Pennsylvania's getting there too. The only recount that's going to affect is Georgia. So if he wins both Pennsylvania and Nevada – it's like a nine I'd say like a ninety percent chance it's okay. Biden. Okay, yeah, yeah, I can get behind that. Because if you're more than three or four thousand votes ahead, let's just say more than two thousand votes ahead, the likelihood of a recount is pretty low,
0: affecting the Yeah, I mean I, I think it, well, I think it depends on the area. I think it depends on the demographic, <clears throat> and I think it depends on what happens with all of this blatant fraud that's happened. Because so much is
1: That's another
2: topic. Oh yeah. If we get into it now, I think
0: next time we should definitely cover you know, (laughs) let's cover let's cover the whole fraud. Let's cover, you know, what hard evidence would that has come out, you know, let's cover the stuff we have. Let's cover, you know, people have come out with testimonials. People have come out with video pictures. All this crazy insane stuff that is rock hard evidence of of fraud, and why are we focusing on it? Why is it an issue, and how does that ultimately affect the uh, you know the election as a whole? But you know, I mean, what does that say for the democratic process in the future? You know, I don't know. There's a, we could probably sit here for yeah. three or four hours talking about how, that whole thing. There's so much to bite into. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! No, absolutely! Oh yeah! But uh, so we So need to come up with the name of the podcast. We told me to do that, so we can talk about that at some point later. Yeah. No, we'll.
2: Uh, yeah, we'll figure yeah, no, it out. It'll,
0: uh, I'm waiting for the. It'll come to us at some point. The natural. Creative minds to, hand me something. Yeah, it'll happen eventually. We'll we'll just figure
2: kick in.
1: Out. Yeah. But all right, all right, man. I mean, whew. exactly. Good,
0: uh, good. Almost you know, hour and twenty four minutes.
1: I love it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Oh, out. yeah. Talk to you Perfect. Soon. All right.